Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me again for show episode number two, we didn't scare her off, Sarah, don't call me salad. <laughs> Hello. How's that? <laughs> don't call me salad. Don't call me salad. I mean, it's still early, so I guess there's name oh, wait, calling to be had. Last name. Do you want? Oh, Ritalik. Ritalik. <laughs> don't Ritalic. call me salad, Ritalik. Yeah, right? Yeah. Or Retalik or whatever the fuck they what say want, my what, name. Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want to do. So uh, great response from our first episode together. Yes. A lot uh, of great feedback. A lot of people sharing and Mm -hmm. helping us out. It's a great little community of sports we got here. Seriously. A lot of people were laughing at uh, not only you calling me like salad, um, but about about them. The meth gate, <laughs> the meth gators, and like you know, there was a they were like, oh, meth gate. I was surprised that not a lot of people knew about meth I, gators. And instantly, I I went on eBay and I tried to find. So there's nothing when you type in meth gator. There's nothing there, you know. I, mm. I guess um, whatever. But if you type in alligator heads, the little taxidermy shop pops up on eBay, and you can buy a taxidermy alligator head. And I sent you the picture and I asked you if I should get it and whatever you said. No, I crushed your hopes and dreams. I I mean, mean, you I mean, I was like, do you need it? If you were like, yes, I need it. Then I would be like, all right. But you said you wanted to get it. Need and want are two totally different things. Need if it's like, oh, okay, I need this. This is going to be my life like I need this this is going to be my life well you know you you stopped me because you said well it has all its teeth so it's not a meth gator oh exactly I was like oh she is right it's not a meth gator and I don't want to buy it and then pull all its teeth out it's not going to be accurate no it's not the same you needed to you know have you know grinded its teeth down right and those the one that you sent me the teeth were very very sharp and pointy so Absolutely not a uh, meth gator. And it didn't not even have close. Any, like scabs on its yeah, face. Yeah, for like scratching. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't have a meth pipe within its mouth. So, so I'm glad you stopped me. But you know, uh, whatever. Need and want, I guess, are two very different things. But you can so, justify uh, it for some things. But yeah, well, you yeah. know what though? Too, uh, it's not in the budget for the show. Maybe one day we'll have a budget for the show and we could buy ridiculous right. stuff. <laughs> right now, though, we're just trying to give away some of our collections that uh we've acquired through the years in our tuesday giveaways for the show so far yes. i've i've uh i found two things that i just needed to get rid of you know so yeah, which... yeah and people like it so even though they're not very big things i gave away one baseball card and uh, uh one of those poppets so yeah but that card is like <laughs> a great freaking card yeah the fuck face card the cal Everyone ripkin fuck, fuck face card who doesn't want that in their collection not cal ripkin uh well cal ripkin should have had a fuck face yeah card, billy know? ripkin billy i was ripkin. like there you go the billy ripkin fuck yeah. face card <laughs> get you your know? coffee on man i know i know it's friggin' monday and i was up late watching that stupid game oh Ugh. fuck that uh how'd your fantasy team do this week um, as of right now, I am down by just under 46 points. I yeah. have three guys going tonight, oh. so we should see 
Jefferson completely screwed me. Yeah. But I mean, I also screwed myself with my lineup. But yeah, eh, eh. I saw how uh, I got you ended. smoked. Yeah, you got smoked. I, saw I got that. It, it was like embarrassed. I had the, the most embarrassing game ever. My bench scored more points than my than my starting lineup. That seems so. to be the theme. I was going through uh, everyone's matchup for the week and just kind of seeing where everyone was at. And I, you know, week one's always going to be a little tough because you don't know how people are coming back. Right. Uh, first game of the season, injuries, stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of uh, people's benches were doing great in comparison yeah. to what they were actually producing with their lineup. I think my team scored 109 points. I'm pretty sure my bench scored 110. Oh, maybe. No. So yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see that first. Hey, first you, know, you know, it's okay. I'll talk about mine tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I, I don't think I have anybody going tonight. Um, it, but it wouldn't matter. There's no way I would catch up. I think the score is like 170 to 109 or something. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, There's his, no way I can catch up. His team is pretty uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I half drafted, half auto drafted. So, yes, it was uh, the, the, the Wi-Fi at Fenway was not fun. Mm-mm. I was fighting it. So I was like, you know what? I got to I can't be aggravated anymore. I got to stop. Let it go. Yeah, exactly. What a weird, what a weird song to come out to, huh? Craig Kimball. Right? He comes out yeah. to the Frozen song. But, and it works uh, for him, too, which is yeah, highly I, unusual. I was very confused. I'm still confused where I can't find the words to actually describe it. But yeah, I mean, there's been some songs that I'm just like, hmm. But that one, he probably has heard it a thousand times at home and has had better production you know rate at home. So maybe that's why he's like, we got to try this on, you know, try this the game because right. like, I'm doing this at home. Let's try right. this. Absolutely. But what would your right. walk up song be? Ooh. I have a few. I, I think I would do something like totally stupid and obscure. Not like the Frozen. I mean, that is that, that's more like understandable. You know, if you're yeah. a father and, you know, your daughter wants to be like, oh, play the Frozen song when you come out and pitch. And then you're like, well, all right, fine. And then all of a sudden, I mean, we know the superstition in baseball. So it's like. As soon as you do one great game with the Frozen song, you're like, well, you gotta keep that's it. it. That's it. It's, Call me uh, Princess uh, whatever her name is, Esmeralda or yeah. whatever. Elsa. Elsa, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the movie 30,000 times, you know? I mean, I, I would have a few. Um, yeah. But I always go back to like, um, what is it? Here comes the hot stepper. Oh, Yeah. You know, yeah, because it's it's such a good song, right? To like get everybody kind of revved up, especially myself revved up. But I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I struggle with that one. I go back and forth on a lot of them. I might do like "Stick 'Em" by the Fat Boys. Ooh. Yeah, that would be a uh, that'd be fun song. I know. I mean, some you know, what's his face already did play. the Rick Roll. Yeah, but that's that's like overdone. I feel yeah, like. But- it's always nice to Rick roll a whole bunch of people all at once. That's true. Maybe start something in the beginning, like start oh. a beginning of some song and then Rick roll them. Yes. You know, or you could just be completely awful and just go with like, we built this city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Once voted that's... the worst rock and roll song <laughs> ever. You know what? Or... I, I'm going to go against Spotify and I'm just going to maybe like 30 seconds of stick them. You know, 
I don't know if we can. Ready? I mean, this song is great. <laughs> Just picture coming out to this song. It's so good. You know? And then this. This is where you come out. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, Perfect. how good is that? All right, that's 30 Perfect. seconds right there. We we don't have to pay for that. So, Woo! I mean, just pitch it. I mean, uh, what's his name? Diaz comes out to the Timmy Trumpet thing. I mean, I think if I was a closing pitcher, I would come out to that to stick him by the fat boys. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. you just do some like Robbie Road steamer. I put a baby in you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Your cat has ass cancer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Rock yeah. flag eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Robbie Rhodes seamer in the sweatpants boner. Oh, so what a great good. group. You know? So good. Those are wild times. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good times. Uh, speaking oh. of wild times, uh, we have a new segment on this show that I want to call <laughs> the salad toss. And it's where Sarah Salad goes through the news of sports. Uh, working title because, um, you know, I don't want to offend you. Which, or salads or salads. I don't want. No, you know what? This new segment's called <laughs> the salad toss. It's where Sarah goes through the sports pages of the internet <coughs> and talks about <laughs> things that have happened in sports since our last episode. So, Sarah, once you compose yourself, please toss that salad. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to change that one. Yeah, it's not going to. I don't think that. But... No, I think. Whew, wow, that was good. That's a good one. I mean. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, all right. Yeah. TB, t, <laughs> yeah. TBD. TB, TBD. Yeah, we're, welcome, we're working on it. Welcome to TBD. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So lots of i mean we talked that was last week right yeah yeah i don't know what day we're on yeah so they're we have the they're, they're all the same all, they all met all, yeah. all end in y baby all end in y that's true so you had a couple of uh interesting things happen this week yep. we had uh tristan uh do they say like they everyone says casas it doesn't to my brain it doesn't look like casas but that's just yeah also, Sarah doesn't look like salad, but to my brain, it is. So, right. let's give people no. some credit. This is this is true. This no. is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, this credit where credit's due. Yeah. Uh, he hit his first home run this week, which yeah. was very exciting. After him coming up, um, yay for the Red Sox. Uh, the downfall to that was we got our dick of the week. Yeah. From that outcome, some. Rando Jamoke named Jordan, who uh, was wasn't even a Rays fan. Wasn't even a Rays fan. He was a White Sox fan. Yep, he had the Rays jersey on, and then right. proceeded to show his White Sox T-shirt underneath. I mean, the dedication, jersey. I guess. You know. Well, if you're a White Sox fan, just show up to the game in a White Sox shirt. Like, it's not like anyone's. <sighs> well, it's just sack yeah. it up, be a man. I mean, yeah, I know. But I have been guilty of um, wearing the hat of the team that I'm going to see in another stadium, minus the Yankees. I refused to wear a Yankees hat when I went to Yankee Stadium. I actually True. wore a Mets hat. But, but oh, yeah, but I wouldn't, I, I don't think I'd go with jersey wise. Like, I wouldn't wear a shirt or a jersey of the team. Right. Or, you, know. Why, you could wear a hat. You wouldn't have, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just, 
you put on that jersey and that was dedication to right. put that on. So right. and you went by yourself. So it's not like you were with a group of friends. So you didn't want to embarrass your friends. Two and a half hours from Orlando to Tampa to, to go see the Rays game. Like who the hell wants to do that? Right. Especially if you're a White Sox fan. Right. I could so see lo- if the White Sox were in town. Absolutely. But there was a unless he was confused and thought it was the White Sox and no, it got smart. there and was like Exactly. Mm. And then got there and was like, oh, it's the Red Sox. Oh, the Red Sox. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what he was saying yeah. in the car. Yeah. On his way back. He didn't right. realize it until he was on his way back to Orlando. Right. He, <laughs> And that's how he was speaking. Like, when they were interviewing yeah. him, he was like, let me tell you, I was eating my chicken wings and, you know, I dropped my phone and the ball hit me in the chest. <laughs> I'm like, cool story, bro. Like, right. I want to hit you in the throat. Right. Just on that. Not even the stuff that you pulled after, like the fact that you held it for ransom and negotiated. So I I, I missed. I know you you said something. Uh, you messaged me after that happened. I I guess I missed the whole thing. What did he what was he asking for? He held on to the ball like so you had, you know, the 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 kitty, whatever the Rays mascot is. He went up and was like, hey, can we get the ball? And like, you know, what they normally do is like you can meet the player and he'll give you a time. Ball. Is it? The Rays Miss, mascot? I don't know. Mr. <laughs> kitty. Meow. <laughs> um, I don't know what his freaking name is. Yeah. You had him. Then you had. The raise management and they were like, he just started negotiating. He's like, I want to sign bat by him. I want signed balls from uh Bogey and Devers. And he like was just like would not give this ball up unless I want to I want to sign baseball by Frank Thomas. <laughs> no, it's right. the wrong socks, you idiot. It's just I mean I would like, you know, all the stuff that he was saying, I was just like, wow. I mean, yeah. they did it. Like that's what's messed up is in the middle of the game, you would see you was seeing these guys sign a baseball and they right. were zooming in on it. Like I was just like, I wish that Jerry Remy was alive for this. Right. Because he would have ripped this apart and had a field day with it and made jokes and like oh, cracked absolutely. on this dude, you know, like the pizza incident. Oh, man, um, the pizza toss. Pizza toss is the best. Here comes the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, still gets me right in the feels. It does, yeah. But uh, yeah, dick of the week, hardcore, hardcore. So like, dick of the week. I uh, I can't stand Zach Hampel. I think mm. that that dude is like um a complete moron. I really do. Like for anybody who doesn't know Zach Hampel, he's that he's that uh forty five year old guy that robs baseballs off of little kids in the mm-hmm. in the uh, stands. He is known for catching any kind of ball, baseball at any kind of game. He's got over like uh, 30 bazillion baseballs at home. I don't know what the hell you do with all those balls. My son has a a huge collection of baseballs, but he's also nine years old and the players will give him a ball when we go to the games early. Right. Like that's that's what a you know, that's what a nine year old kid does. I'm not taking those baseballs. He goes, (laughs) I got my baseballs now, (laughs) you know, but like, um, this this dude is like uh, a a fatter, drunker version of Zach Hample. But Zach Hample is most famous for catching Mike Trout's first home run ball. And when they negotiated with him, 
they all he wanted to do was hand Mike Trout the ball, which, okay, that's fine. Like, and they, you know, security was like, oh, we can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, then I'm not giving the ball back. And like, technically, you can't make him give the ball back. No, you know, you it's can't. like, it's this is what, but, but what I'm trying to get at is the fact that like Zach Hample has brought into light that you can negotiate for a big game ball yep. for big game stuff. It's so, so I, messed I mean, up. I like, it. you know, and then on the flip side, you had um, Matt and Samantha Brown who caught um, pool hoses, yeah. 697th home run ball. Right. And so they met with him and, you know, Albert found out like it was the anniversary of her father's death. Right. And, like they didn't want anything they wanted to give it to him right and he was like you know what you you keep it because this is going to mean more to you than it is to me because it's right, the absolutely. death of your you know the anniversary of the death of your father from a year ago and right. you know like that's the thing it's like you act like a dick and you're gonna be shamed like a dick but you right. you know you have genuine people who are just like you know like it's the courtesy of these people work hard and these people get brought up and these people, you know, yeah, like they're making great money to play a sport that they've played since they were kids, but it's still their job. And it's very exciting for them to score that first home run. Right. Absolutely. It's like, it's a courtesy. It's nothing that has ever been discussed where like, if you catch it, you must do it. Like, no, it's just like, it's sportsmanship, even to the fans, to the player. So it's just, I don't know. Fuck that. Dude. And, and the fact that like Pujols will uh, he passed a rod, which is like, you know, huge. thumbs up, huge, huge for Boston sports because a rod sucks. But, you know, unless he hits two a day for the remainder of the season or even three a day, I mean, he's not going to pass Babe Ruth or Hank right. Aaron or even Barry Bonds. So like him passing, you know, that 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 passing of a rod's record that's a special ball. And the fact that he's like, you know, it means more to you than me is, is huge. That's huge. It's, it, it kind of really shows and showcases the, the type of person and player that Abra Pujols actually is. Right. You know? I'm exactly. Uh, I just that's hope the maybe thing. like, maybe he autographed it for him. I don't know. Yeah. The, in the picture, they are, you know, he autographed it. For that's them. awesome. Um, you know, that's great. You know, I was in tears reading it. I was like, oh my God. I'm not crying. You're I'm crying, you loser. Something in my eye. I mean, because you know, you love you love to see that. And it it reminds us again that, you know, athletes are human. Right. Like that's what a lot of people always forget that athletes are human. With so loads and loads of money. Right. Yeah, but hey, that's you know, they're it, better at baseball than I am. Not sports. Seriously. Um, and, and you know this Jordan cat's probably just gonna like turn around and sell all his shit on eBay. Oh, we'll see it on eBay or Facebook. Well, actually, Florida, so it's Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Market, yeah. It'll yeah. be on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Florida, gonna, yeah. <laughs> got He's, the brunt of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they honestly they, they deserve it. They know. Uh, they know what's up. Being America's penis, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Rock we'll, we'll... flag eagle. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got on the salad toss here? All right. So we have the best tweet to come oh, out man, of great. the uh, 
yeah best tweet of the week um as we all know queen elizabeth has passed away so on and so forth but uh reggie jackson you know mr october has come over the top with the greatest tweet of the week um the tweet says now we all know i was innocent amen r.i.p queen e beautiful beautiful i am just i i could not stop yeah laughing for anybody who is a naked gun fan you know exactly what this tweet is all about uh even if you've seen the movie like the first naked gun was the best you know absolutely and um that whole part where Reggie Jackson's trying to kill the queen. And then he, then you have the woman that falls on oh, him. So it's just, you know, and I had to go back and watch it. And then like, I, but I couldn't watch it because then it was in my head. It was right. like, right. the queen is now no longer here. And you have this tweet out there in the, the world. And I just, I couldn't actually get to the point to finish it because I was just, hysterically laughing (laughs) in hysterics i just couldn't finish it uh let's give it up for king charles huh first job in 72 years (laughs) unbelievable imagine that right could you you know what all right i'm ignorant on the whole (sighs) monarchy thing and the queen shit what exactly do these people do i mean they they oversee they oversee they oversee give... like England and like its territories. It's kind of like. But don't they have a prime minister? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, rock flag eagle. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know that they. Uh, I know that they're in the news. And uh, yeah, yeah, they've been in the news once or twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, there's. I know that at the end of the day, the queen or king is final saying command and the prime minister essentially has to go through the monarchy <laughs> to like all i keep thinking about is like that part in um uh, the dodgeball movie what, with, with vince, vince vaughn, vaughn? Yeah. yeah 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 where, where they go through the panel and chuck norris is just like yeah thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens in, in england where they go through the yeah. panel and the king's just like thumbs, thumbs up. up all right yeah you know like whatever we're thinking about going to war with America and King Charles is just like, all right. Thumbs up. Sure. Or I don't thumb, know what I'm yeah. doing. Oh, uh, so it's my good. first job. First day on the job. I don't know. Yeah. Should we go to war? Sure. Whatever. It could, it could be. We don't necessarily know. I know with, I mean, you have the prime minister and then you have all these people who work with the prime minister and they come up with ideas and solutions and then they have to take it to the, queen and i i mean i really don't know i think I i'm just know. talking out of my ass so when i was younger good. i thought the queen lived in big ben so I, <laughs> I don't know i thought she lived in that giant clock i didn't know she had a, a whole palace so seriously whatever. oh and then they got you know all sorts of estates what's what's that like oh just what's having endless like? amounts of money you can do whatever the yeah. fuck you want always seriously like, what is that like I, I don't understand. Like, I, I remember when uh, what's his name? The H- Harry kid was uh, uh, he fucked off to America with his wife. Oh, and they were like, Harry, oh yeah. how is he going to survive? Oh, he's moving to America. And he said, I don't want any of your royal money. And be like, well, this dude is loaded. Like, are you kidding Just me? His name alone. His name yeah. alone. And I'm 
He could put there his face is... on the side of sneakers and people be like, oh, my God, I need the new oh my Harry's. God. All day. You know, I'd, I'd probably buy those. Yeah, Harry's. Yeah. 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 Probably buy I mean, them. I'll make it in I the mean, budget. Yeah. I'll make it happen. Yeah. I mean, I like I. I like them because of all the work that they do. Like they do a lot of charity work and they do. They give back more than anything. Like out of all. I of feel the... like if you have that kind of like you endless should. supply of money. You should. Where yeah. like your. All right. So uh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Harry and oh, uh, William. William? Yeah. yeah. William's kids, grandkids, kids will be loaded. So uh, the baby's great, great grandkids. Kids, kids grandkids, grandkids, kids, kids, kids. I, a lot of seven I'm generations so from now. Yes, they'll still have money. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matter. Unless Absolutely. they and, put it all in Bitcoin or something. Unless Charles blows it all up right now. Yeah, it's hey, listen, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, 72 and you finally got a job. You finally got the job like, right. yay, yay, yay. Let's hope we I don't have know. to wait another 58 years for the next rain you know See what happens. Uh, and that's the other thing that was like huh you know yeah like she she just i mean god godspeed man like she was in that position for uh, it's wild well let me ask you one more question about this stupid royalty family and then we'll move back on to sports yeah but <laughs> at 96 years old our view of sound mind and body to make like huge decisions like that of a whole nation like uh queen we need to know if you want to uh, involve the country in uh its duties to defend uh ukraine and she's like i want some cherry pudding today and they're like well <clears throat> she wants cherry pudding and then there's chuck norris with the, the thumbs up you know like i don't know i mean my wife's grandmother is 90 97 years old and like she still got her wits about her but like She's not making any hardcore yeah, decisions. Yeah, she's she's not like I've got my finger on the button. Yeah. You know, I guess it depends. I mean, from everything that I've read that she was like good like she was still alert. It's not like anything that was wild, but I at that point in time I feel like it's just like you know, anybody else like with your parent. It's like you now have a uh, you know, a conservatorship. So maybe yeah. Prince Charles was already doing stuff beforehand because, you know, the writing was on the wall. Right. Um, right. I don't know. I don't it, know. Just I don't know. Stuff. Who the fuck knows? All right. Rock let's wrap Eagle. up. Let's wrap up this toss. What else we got? So we talked about that. We talked about that. I don't know if you watched that Chicago 49ers game last night or uh, yesterday. I did not. I was. Uh, was that the four o'clock game? That was a one o'clock. Oh, no, I, I, I was working, so I had to have the oh. Patriots on. Boo. Yeah, I, I watched it over the Patriots. I'm sorry. I know. No, Squish no, no, no. Fish. I, yay, I can't yay. stand the Patriots. So um, I'm, I'm first to admit I am not a Patriots uh, fan. I mainly because I can't stand Belichick. Really? I can't stand him. There's something about his face that makes you just want to punch him. I mean, I think it's his attitude yeah. towards it's probably. It's just like, yeah, mm, mm, he's mm. like, Got hey Bill, what are we having for dinner? All right, man, whatever. You know what? Fuck it, we'll go hunger. You know, Eat pizza it is again. Small. I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> quickly off topic. All the time. Spiral. Yeah. I enjoyed that game mainly because of the weather. I mean, yes. oh, maybe I love bad weather games. Like slop, 
slop games that rain was phenomenal i always like thought that i was alone in that where i love watching snow games and like torrential rain games but like seeing the freaking field was just it was like a water slide so at the end when chicago won and they're like sliding across i'm like man i wish i was like young again and could do that and not fear breaking my hip (laughs) like it's just like they were having fun like the whole time right they're just like yeah all right it's shitty out i mean yeah they wanted to win but at the same time it's like what are you gonna do but right let's have fun it was you know? the most enjoyable game for me to watch for yesterday. I love I, I, I love bad weather games. And I also love being in the situation where, like, if you're a spectator at a bad weather game, I know, like, obviously they'll call baseball off when it's, like, downpouring yeah. like that. But, like, if it's the bottom of the ninth inning and it just starts to, like, rain buckets, they'll try to keep it going. The, for yeah, as, much as, as long can. as they can. And at that point, you're already soaked. So I why seek shelter? You oh, know? absolutely. At that point, just just roll with it. Yeah. I went to um one Pats game. Oh, this was a million years ago. And it was, like, sleeting. So it yeah. was, like, snowing the whole drive down to Foxborough. And then got into the game and it was sleeting. Like, snow is fine. Like, when you're a spectator and it's snowing, like, it's okay. Yeah. But when it's sleet it hurts. and it's just, it's like <laughs> pelting you in the face over and over again. It's like, right. okay, this kind of sucks. But <laughs> as long as you're drinking to kind of keep up with the sleet, then you're fine. The you're good. Right. Exactly. If we've Absolutely. learned anything as sport fans, sports fans, you have you numb to the pain. numb the pain. Uh, all right. So right before we wrap it up, is that, is that all you got? Because I got one story I just want to talk about. And then we'll go to our subject of the week. That is what I got today. All right. I just want to talk real quick about former MLB pitcher Anthony Vavaro. Have you heard about this one? Yeah, I did. 2015, he was on the Red Sox. He retired from baseball to become a New York City police officer. And unfortunately, he was killed in a car crash on his way. He was killed on the car crash on 9-11 on his way to the 9-11 memorial. It was a head-on collision through the tunnel, and he was hit by a wrong-way driver and oh. died on impact. Um, so awful. That dude, like, that is, uh, that's hero status right there. 100%. Like, you, he had a lot of arm trouble. I, yeah. I think when he was with the Red Sox, he was like right at the he only played for like, I think, four was, or five years. Yeah, it was a very it was, quick career. It was only a few seasons. Yeah. But he had a tear and I believe he had a tear in his rotator cuff. And that's what uh, I believe the Red Sox founded of all teams where they're like, there's something wrong with you. Let's let's get a look. Let's look into this. And they found it and he had to leave or he had to retire. And then he was like, I I'm still young enough. Let's go to work. And he became a Port Authority police officer in New York. And he was actually stationed at nine, uh, um, at the World Trade Center. Uh, not the old Trade Center, obviously, the new Trade Center. Yeah. Because he was a cop for uh, from seven, 2017 to recent well, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's a sad story. That's too bad. So you know, sad. Wild. Tough. Yeah. I it's mean, wild. all things. So you never you never know, man. You never right. know. And especially on like on your way to you know, pay respects to those who put their life on the line. And like he you go from being a pitcher too to being a cop. Like right. in in New York. Like 
that in itself is right you know hero status 100 yeah. so I uh it. i couldn't do it i i wouldn't be able no, to do it i, I mean it. leaving the limelight of baseball and then going to get a regular night i mean not that like police officers and firefighters are like a regular nine to five job i mean they all put their lives on the line and everything but right. i mean going from traveling on a team plane to different towns or different states every single day and then all of a sudden it's like oh, i'm a cop i work a beat now you know yeah i mean i get it's I mean, I with know. Brian Tillman, it was different because he just he left the NFL. Oh, yeah. He was war. like, I'm going to you know, he like, was going to go fuck shit up. Yeah, that's what you know. And this and I guess it's the mindset. I'm of sorry. Is it Brian Tillman or Brian Pillman? It's Tillman. Tillman. Pillman's the wrestler. I don't know. I, I, I don't fucked know. That up. Yeah. I well, know. Fucking I'm I'm I blame it on Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, woof. Well, even if we even if we record it on Tuesday morning, we blame it on Tuesday. Oh, morning, so we blame matter. it any day that ends in Y yeah, so. sucks. But yeah. yeah, protecting and serving, man, that's a tough job. And that's yeah. he could have even gone on and been a like pitching coach for like a minor league team or yeah, done something absolutely. like that. So it's absolutely that just shows it's he was had a different mindset and yeah. definitely wanted to spend, you know, his rest of his life doing something that Protect he would feel rewarded for and help people so yeah. yeah so uh speaking of which we have a subject on this week's show that did not protect and serve he was actually uh maybe a certified wackadoo if you want but i mean um you know mental health is serious and should be taken serious but uh, i'm just trying to save myself from calling him a wackadoo so <laughs> Oh man, this show it, so it's hard. hard. It's hard. So hard. You don't want to offend anybody and you also want people to listen, but you want to be funny. Uh whatever. So uh, real. this subject, have you ever heard the uh the player named Barrett Robbins? He was a football player. Uh this is actually IAP's first toe uh, in the water of a different sport. This is our first subject. We are actually going into something besides baseball. So here's our first NFL story. So um, have you ever heard of Barrett Robbins? Ah, you told me about him. I, so I that's, did. That's yeah. I didn't hear about him prior to you telling me. But right. now I am aware of him. And I went, oh, oh boy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Barrett Robbins was so good at his craft of being a center in the NFL that he was a staple and a big part of the Raiders making it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm actually not sure if we could say Super Bowl, though. Yeah, um, I don't. Is the licensing. Yeah, uh, I don't have uh, this show. The ship. Have any kind of budget yeah. for. Let's uh, just say the ship. We're going to take it to the ship. Yeah, take it to the ship. So the only problem with Barrett, he had himself uh, a little bit of a hard time. He didn't win the Super Bowl, but it wasn't really only because his team lost it was because he actually didn't even show up hmm. but before we get into that story barrett robbins was selected in the second round by the oakland raiders in the 1995 nfl draft how big of a of a nfl fan are you uh, i mean i'm there oh, so. but i'm like i'm like i'm there but yeah. i'm not gonna watch the draft i mean no, i got no, other things no, to no. do like laundry yeah, yeah. naps <laughs> 
in half. So for those who remember the NFL draft in 95, this is the one where Steve McNair, who might have the coolest nickname in football, Steve Air McNair McNair, he was picked third overall and could definitely be a future IAP alum soon. Mm, He was also uh, he was also in the draft with Warren Sapp, who was picked 12th in the first round, who could also be a subject on IAP one day. So many options. Yeah, yeah so good. NFL has so many players. It's you can oh, bad, really make but your own so good. NFL show. It's it's crazy. Dun, dun, dun. Um, also in this draft were uh, Ty Law was picked up by the Patriots and Curtis Martin. I remember my first NFL jersey was a Patriots Curtis Martin jersey, and then he broke our hearts and went to the Jets. Yep. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. Still love Ty Law though. Still. Love oh yeah, him. Ty Law was great. That's it's great. So great. Uh, just in case you're wondering, Kaijana Carter was the first overall pick that year, but he suffered a knee tear during his first preseason game and then struggled with injuries for the remainder of his career. Ugh. He ended up missing most of his first five seasons with the Bengals due to injury. So, uh, that's Draft bust. Yeah, we all know about those. Yeah. So uh, I honestly feel like football is going to be one of those sports where we just never run out of content because oh, of spiral. all the big hits and the beatings these guys take. Yeah. And they just rattle their brains in that cage. So, I mean, even before they get into the NFL, some of them have some doozies of stories that catch oh, up with Jesus, them. Yeah. So, I mean, just look know. at the Aaron Hernandez thing. I mean, he uh, his brother wrote a book right after Hernandez died and he pretty much pinpoints where Hernandez really started to spiral out. It's when he took a hit in high school that made him black out for, wow. he was like out cold for a good five, 10 minutes. Like, and that's so early on too. Like yeah. that is not even full brain um, development yet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's all of a sudden, you know, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Barrett Robbins was taken by the Oakland Raiders coming out of TCU in Texas. Uh, I know how everybody likes my uh, or our notables now. So um, you've obviously listened to the show before, Sarah. So, you know, that I like to throw Mm -hmm. little notables. Yes. uh, People in places. Give it, give it, give it. So um, I'll give you a few non-sport related notables that went to TCU. Uh, they include Rod Roddy from Price is Right. He was the announcer. Come on down. Mm-hmm. And that John works. Davis, who was the founder of 1-800-Flowers. Genius. Yeah. Uh, also, Beverly Bass, who was actually the first female captain of American Airlines. Oh, yeah. look at that. So. The Uh, more you know. Right. So this story isn't so much about drug abuse. It's more about uh, the undiagnosed of mental health. Uh, Mm. And it all started out very early in his career. The Raiders have had a long time of great centers that include Jim Otto, Don Mosbar, and Rodney Hudson. But had things gone different, Robbins might have been the best of them all. In his second season, he took over a starter, uh, starting center from for the Raiders. He started 78 of 80 games over the next five seasons. 
And at 6'3", 350 pounds, this dude was an absolute brick wall. Oh, imagine hitting that. That's a big boy. That's a, that that's is a, a big, big boy. boy. Ooh, yeah. During the 2000 yeah. NFL season with John Gruden as the head coach and Rich Gannon at quarterback, Oakland ended up scoring 479 points, which was around uh, 29 points per game, I believe, if you want to do fast if, math. I don't do math. <clears throat> math is no, hard. Math is stupid. Numbers are, <laughs> numbers are meaningless in sports. Where's my pocket calculator? <laughs> Do you have one of those uh, calculator watches where you're like, doo, 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 doo. Mm, you know? I need one. Yeah. Like Mink- Minkus from Boy Meets World. Oh, Minkus. Yeah. Minkus. <laughs> uh, this offensive line included Robbins playing between Steve Winooski and left guard Mo Collins at right. Uh, in all 16 games, which included playoffs, Raiders finished the season with a 12 and four record and an AFC West title in the divisional round of the 2000, 2001 NFL playoffs, the Oakland Raiders shut out the Miami dolphins 27 to zero. So uh, let's hang one on because any team that beats out the dolphins is okay with me. Chuck Norris thumbs up. I can't know. They've always been like that. It's just, I don't know. I, maybe it's because of where we are and it's yeah. always been that rivalry, but there is, there's so much to be said about the Miami dolphins, not only cause it's, you know, Dan Marino or laces out for yeah. the, you know, there's all, there's right. all sorts of things that just make you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just hate the Miami dolphins. But... I think I hate their team colors too. That oh, orange you know, and teal. That, teal that, yeah. that wakes you right up. Yeah. I, I never know. understood. Like, I, I know a lot of people who are dolphin fans too, and I'm like, it's not even a I don't, aggressive animal, right? You I know, mean, like, like the bears, it's not a lion or yeah. like the cougar. The I mean, you could have you could have just went with alligator, and we would have been fine with it, right? I meth, mean, I know meth gator, <laughs> Miami meth gators. You know, like that'll be I'd I'd buy that shirt. Damn straight. I, well, well, I might even do... become a team. Uh, exactly. You could do Crocs, like crocodiles. Like, oh, you know, man, like, yeah. That would have been, because ins- I know you have, like, college teams that are Gators. but right. like Florida Gators, right. Right, but you could have done, like, the Crocs or, like, Crackheads or something else yeah. that would be more, like, vicious and original. Or bath salts. Oh, the Miami Florida bath, bath salts. salts. Oh, yeah. Florida bath salts. Come on now. Yeah. So many options here. Yeah. That are more... Yeah you know, intimidating than dolphins. Dolphin. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe in, maybe in Miami dolphins are very aggressive. I don't know. I think that they're just trying to show intelligence. Like, <sighs> yes, we're smart. Cause the dolphins are smart. They're like yeah. one of the smartest animals. Mm-hmm. No, pound sand. I don't know. I got nothing. If you haven't met a, uh, a Seahawk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever met a badger yeah <laughs> like, right you know, a bengal a bengal yeah. tiger i don't know or a raider how about yeah. raider you know <laughs> you got you got two two par- pirate type teams in the nfl you got the buccaneers <laughs> and the raiders you know so you have a, yeah shiver me timbers so anyways Arr. early signs of robin's Future trouble started to come to surface when he went missing a week before the AFC championship game. 
Though in this case, he did show up 24 hours before the game started and mm. played as the Raiders <laughs> lost to the Ravens 16 to 3. Yeah. Unknown to most, Robbins suffered from depression and bipolar disorder and had stopped taking his medicine, which is never a good that's, idea. That's not a good idea no. at all. Nope. Especially when you're playing sports. No, no. it's a definite no no too, Daffy. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, you can't yeah, oh. you can't do that. Man, I haven't heard that in forever. Wow. Ah, gotta bring it back. So unfortunately, things don't always turn out the way you want. And by 2001, he ended up missing 11 games due to a knee injury. But by the next season, he was back and better than ever. And that's where the story ends. No, it doesn't. Dun, dun, dun. Robbins was even selected to his first team all pro and to the Pro Bowl as the Raiders made it all the way to the big game. Because I'm not sure if we can legally say the Super Bowl. Uh, ice cream bowl. Ice cream bowl. Tostitos ice cream bowl. bowl. Can we say mm. Tostitos bowl? Tostitos bowl. No, because isn't there a, there's a, you can't say Tostitos bowl because that's Oh, you can't say Tostitos. Can't say, Tostitos <laughs> wants to sponsor IAP Radio. Please email us at inapickpod247 at gmail.com. We will gladly do a Tostitos commercial. I will eat them the whole time. Oh, hell yeah. I love I love tortilla mm. chips. They're my favorite. So good. So, however, Robbins unfortunately re-injured his knee in the AFC Championship game, and assistant trainer told him a few days before the Super Bowl that if he didn't get better, he might not be able to play in the game. Turns out he probably could have played, but instead he disappeared in the days leading up to the big game <laughs> in San Diego, and apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently went on a drinking binge across the Mexican border in Tijuana. As you know, I love fun facts, so I have to do this uh, one. Um, I, yeah. too, have been to Tijuana, only I wasn't in the Super Bowl. I was just kind of on vacation. Um, but real talk here, don't ever go to Tijuana. I wish. Why can I... <laughs> So, you know, I've listened to so many of your shows. Yeah. And what all of these athletes go to Tijuana. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure like you got quick access to drugs, plenty of whores. Like, I get it. But like, it, how, I mean, you have to be of right sound of mind, right? At the same point in time to like, understand like maybe tijuana is a red flag and i shouldn't go there uh, I yeah okay so um my i i'm not a professional athlete as everyone knows uh i went to tijuana in 2003 and it was only um so what it was is i met uh, a friend of mine in la and then we took the um the Amtrak to San Diego and he's been down there before. And I, this was my first time on the West coast. So he's like, Oh, you know, we can go uh, over, do this. So we can do that. He goes, or we could take a 20 minute train ride and go to Mexico. And here I am 2003. I think I was yes. 23, 24. I was like, ah, oh, Tijuana. That's fun. Yeah, let's go. And at that point you didn't need anything to go into another country. Like, you can, no, you know, you like right in. Walk yeah. right in. 
And it's funny because we went down to San Ysidro, which is the last town before the Mexican border. And here's this big old border. And it's like, I'm like, oh, how do we get in? He goes, oh, you just go through this little turnstile right here. It looked like a a turnstile for like. um, Amusement park? uh, Yeah. Are you you shitting me? You just go right in. And there's (laughs) there's, uh, a Mexican uh, guard at the turnstile and like no joking he was just taking a nap like he, he didn't it's care like, what's up yeah and you what you went down to tijuana and you cross uh, a few bridges and you're in the middle of the city there and it's like you really are in a whole nother world like it is like wow even in the daytime i was like oh man this place is a little bit scary right so yeah. we went to uh, a couple of places. We went to a restaurant. We found uh, a gentleman's uh, establishment. And then, uh, you know, next thing we know, it's two o'clock in the morning and we have to make it back to America. And I'm like, whoa, Ugh. this is not safe. Like this no. is the most dangerous part of the entire trip. So no, uh, no, we did no. make it back. And uh, we went back to uh, San Isidro and stayed at a really dumpy motel but um i i wish someone told me that don't go to tijuana before i went there and then i went there three different times but so but I, here's the thing here's one. here's the thing now though is when you're doing the stories and you're reading like oh going down to tijuana yeah like, like now you idea. can have that visual of these dudes just being on these binges right and because i feel like I mean, I've never been to Tijuana. Like, I've never been yeah, to Mexico. Don't go. But I'm going to tell no, you, don't go. It's okay. I have no desire. Um, but it's something that, in my mind, I just see it so easily accessible for them to go and get so fucked up that yeah, they right. don't even know, like, what year it is. And that's really what it what it boils down to, where it's like, you know, you hear stories of, uh, oh, yeah, go to Tijuana. You get all banged up, and, like, it's crazy. And, and like, and the next thing you know, you're like, huh? Oh, there's Tijuana. Let let's go. Let's ah, I'll try it out. You know, and then you uh, you uh, become a little banged up, and then the next thing you know, you're in trouble in Tijuana. But right, and then know. Kenny Powers, as we all know, was basically taken from the idea of all of these athletes. Right, when he goes down to Mexico and gets the fancy little cornrows. Right. Um, He's from all of these athletes who have had these experiences and the stories that you're giving us. Right. Great television. Yeah. It's uh, it's but I mean, obviously, like you have to be a few drinks deep in order to want to go to Tijuana after you hear all the the horror stories like you have to, you know, like like no one handle and a brick. Like, I feel like I would have to be like a half a case deep like you either have to be like young like i was and be like oh tijuana oh yeah that sounds crazy like uh, when you're that young you don't think anything's gonna oh no you're you're never gonna get in trouble you're never gonna get killed and like fuck it Uh, let's go you know (laughs) but like being a professional athlete and uh making good money and being i I mean for and and uh barrett's case i mean his team's on the way to the Super Bowl and right. like, he's got to play the next day. And what? he's just like, he's like, ah, I'll go to Tijuana. But I mean, we find out later on in the story what what had happened. So 
I mean, uh, so yeah. this, this is what Super had Bowl... happened. I need to know this. This is killing me. Please <laughs> so tell me. This, this is the Super Bowl 37. This is when uh, the Bucks ended up crushing the Raiders 48 uh, 21. The long snapper, Adam Treyu, actually was replacing Robbins in this game. Treyu would later be released before the 2004 season due to steroid use. So he's a whole nother Ooh. story as well. Uh Another story to add. Right. So the day before this Super Bowl, Robbins was reported missing for a good part of the day. Uh, before the game, uh, he wasn't taking any of his medication, and they found that out. So Yikes. when he resurfaced that night, he was so incoherent that he didn't even know where he was. So <sighs> according to his teammates... Barrett actually didn't even recognize any of them. Wow. And despite all of this, team owner Al Davis still wanted Barrett to play in the Super Bowl. So him and the development coach, Willie Brown, actually had Robbins outside running sprints in the hotel parking lot on the morning of the Super Bowl to see if he can actually still play. <laughs> So, I mean, this is how bad. So he resurfaced like right before the game, but he was just like a puddle. In shambles, shambles. And could you imagine like trying to get him to try to run sprints in the parking lot when he can't even figure out who you are? He doesn't even know. Yeah, he has no idea. So how are you trying to wrangle him up? And he's a big boy. So it's not like he's this tiny man that you can wrangle up. Because if he doesn't know who you are, what, right? What's preventing him from like grabbing you by the throat and just chucking you? Exactly. Just like who? Why are you making me run in the parking lot? But also right. like he's so messed up that he's willing to just run in the parking lot with strangers. In his mind, uh, so bizarre. You know? So, so Willie Brown actually <laughs> reports back to Al Davis and said that well, Robbins could actually play. But I wouldn't have him start, a.k.a. let's try to give him some black coffee and sober up. However, the <laughs> ultimate decision was to do the right thing and suspend Robbins for the game after concluding that he was not fit to take the field. Yeah, you think? Yeah. You uh, think? Davis actually wanted to initially fly Robbins back to Oakland, but he was unable to get him a plane ticket because Robbins was missing his wallet and his oh ID. I bet oh you that's God. somewhere in, in Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barrett actually spent 30 days at the Betty Ford Center, during which time he was diagnosed with bipolar, uh, with the bipolar disorder. And while at TCU, he was actually diagnosed with depression, but apparently there is a huge difference between the two. There is a huge difference. So according to Barrett's wife, Barrett actually spent the day before the Super Bowl partying across the border because he had actually thought that the Raiders had already won the Super Bowl and he was celebrating their victory. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay. 
but that's not that's that that's not anything to do with bipolar or depression or anything that's mental illness like that's some kind of chemical like you hitting the head wrong or you're absolutely in a such a drug-induced state like so maybe like he was taking pain meds instead of his you know uh, bipolar meds something. i don't know what what i i don't i got nothing i yeah. really honestly have nothing that is wild right wild so, i mean you know obviously the the raiders lost this this super bowl they lost the super bowl that year and i mean right. honestly like he was a huge contributor to the team and really was um one of the main reasons why he was uh, why the Raiders went to the yeah. Super Bowl was because of him. And like, you know, like, but he really yeah. let the whole team down. And I mean, the city of Oakland, honestly. Right. You know, yeah. like it, that's a huge kick. I mean, how are you? So- I, I'm trying to just process this. Like, you're just like, yeah, celebrate. Duh, duh, duh. But this is he kind of like uh, in a way. Like this is like a, a backward hillbilly ass like um Bill Buckner situation where instead of the ball rolling through his his glove, Barrett Robbins just doesn't show up because he's he in his he's, mind he's already won the Super Bowl. He's already he's won. Tijuana. Yeah. That's you know? just wild, wild, yeah. wild. In 2003, Barrett was given a second chance and was given his job back with the Raiders. But the team released him in the summer of 2004 after he tested positive for steroids. This steroid uh. was known as the clear, and it came from the famous Balco lab. If we all remember the Balco mm-hmm. lab. Yeah. Yes, we do. So now with his football career officially over a complete downward spiral in his life will sure to ensue, right? Absolutely. So Yay! If anybody listening to this right now, if you're not sitting down, maybe you want to sit down because things are going to get a little bit crazy or crazier. I think it's going to be crazier. Crazier. So a few months after he was released from the Raiders on Christmas Eve, he was arrested for punching a security guard who tried to keep him from going to, the, to a bar at the Sir Francis Duke Hotel in San Francisco. Then, just a few days later, on January 15th, 2005, Robbins was actually shot three times during a brawl with police in Miami Beach. So this guy travels just to get all banged up and fight. What? Yeah. In this fight, he was actually charged with attempted murder for his role. So he was doing something. Which made the police shoot him three different times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. uh, Under a plea agreement, Robbins pled guilty to five different charges, including the attempted murder charge, (laughs) and was sentenced to only five years of probation. So uh, couldn't have been that serious. Yeah. You know, Uh, he was also ordered to receive treatment for his bipolar disorder and to avoid alcohol. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. So yeah, it's, struggles real. He spent the uh, he spent most of the last decade in jail or in a rehab facility due his due to his problems with substance abuse. Uh, he ultimately 
ended up in a rehab facility in Houston in 2008, and he was transferred to a halfway house in May of 2009. In a 2009 interview with HBO's Real Sports, Robbins told the reporter that before being diagnosed as bipolar, he had to deal with his mood swings by drinking alcohol, taking cocaine, smoking marijuana, and taking steroids because that's always the best way to deal with bipolar. Instead of taking your bipolar medication, but, you want to uh, drink, do blow, smoke pot, and do steroids, right? Right. Uh, I got nothing. I mean, those those things mess up your moods more than anything. If you're trying to curb honestly. your curve your mood swings, like really, like right. So what you, you drink a lot of alcohol, you get really drunk, you kind of got to like, maybe it hypes you up. Maybe you drink it too many like Tito's Red Bull and you're just like, woo, having a good time. I got to I got to just kind of mellow out and get some of this drunk. So I'll smoke a little pot and just ease down. And then you're like, man, I'm really just level. Like I got to I got to bring it up a notch. So we'll do some cocaine. And then it's like, ah, I, I'm not raged enough. I got to do steroids. Like, let's break something. What? Right. Like I, yeah. And then you throw in the bipolar medication on top of that. Right. Like, of course, nothing's going to work because you're just taking medication to essentially, you know, deal with your drug alcohol issues added you know, like what the drugs and alcohol are doing to your brain like you're right. trying to curve it whereas like you could just not do that shit like I, accessibly i mean you could do it I, but like you can't do it to the point where it's gonna like like him like i'm already celebrating in tijuana for the right. super bowl like i mean yeah. there's a reason why like he thought he was still celebrating i mean he's not taking his medication and right. he's replacing his medication with all these drugs and alcohol right i I have, I have no words. Like, he, also, I'm just... he also said that he had been in a manic mood before both the Raiders playoff games prior to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he's just really like he's completely right. just out of pocket. Like he's just gone. Was it so was it manic depressive or was it like a regular like a manic episode where he was on the other side of the spectrum? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it. It could be all, all of the above. Yeah. Like, I, well, because manic, I mean, with manic depressive, like he would probably have would he probably would have shown up, um, but not been like he would have been more low. Right. Um, well, it, it's funny you the- say that, too, because like uh, his ex-wife was also interviewed for uh, real sports and in her interview she said that there were days where he would just come to breakfast uh and then just go right back to bed yeah and, and he would sleep for 15 16 17 18 hour days like so i mean that that's where the depression obviously sets in right you know he's obviously not helping himself either i mean we're talking about right. 2009 right now in 2003 or uh, whenever that Super Bowl was, I think 2003, Al Davis sent him to the Betty Ford Clinic to get cleaned up, and he still couldn't do it. He did it just long enough where he can get back to playing for the Raiders, and then right. they found, uh, they found, you know, um, steroids, steroids, and, or yeah, uh, uh, PhDs, you know, or, uh, so he's she, PEDs, <laughs> PhDs, yeah. I'm, I'm just. 
I didn't say anything. Uh, I just let you go. I, know. I just I, I was caught, like, I caught myself and I'm like, what PhD? Yeah. He's not a doctor. <laughs> but you know what? The other thing too is my brain didn't fully process it. Like the wire was here. Like yeah. I'm going to connect. And then yeah. it was like, yeah. And then I just like, yeah, I heard it, but I'm not well, going to deal. Maybe, like I, maybe I have something wrong with me. I don't know. I, I, hey. I still think it's early signs of dementia, but hey. uh, anyway, so in 2010, so th- th- this isn't it though. There's more. There's more oh that's God. going on with this guy. So Holy moly. Uh, in 2010, a police officer pulled him over near Dallas. This guy is just, I think he's trying he's to get arrested everywhere. in every state. Yeah. Like, he's just it's like a stamp uh, you know, book. Let's go to a, let's go to a populated town. And then in that state, we'll just try to get arrested. I think that's going to be fun. It's like one of those. Um, you ever see those uh, scratch the scratch maps? Yeah. Yes, the yeah. scratch maps. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes. That's what he's doing. When he gets back home, he's like, well, uh, Texas is done. I got arrested. And then is he giving rate? I wonder if he's giving ratings for their um, police stations, like on Yelp. <laughs> he's like, we'll visit again. Very we'll- gentle with the cuffs. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. After he got pulled over and arrested in Dallas, they found crack in his car this time. In March of 2011, he's arrested in Florida again oh, no. and actually has to spend five years in a Florida prison, which sounds like absolute hell. Oh, and this no. time it was on a drug related probation violation, which is probably stemming from the time they found crack in his car in Dallas. Right. So, uh, so, so- yeah. He, he didn't actually spend five years in prison in Florida. He actually was released on September 25th, 2012. So uh, a year, a year and yeah, some change, a, right? Yeah. Um, but that's even not it. In August of 2016, Barrett Robbins punched a mother and her daughter in a oh. Boca Raton, Florida, uh, compound resulting in his arrest and two charges of felony battery before he, before being sent, finally being sent to a mental health facility. What, what were you waiting for? What? Yeah. Also, why? You're keeping score. This is three times arrested in Florida. So obviously his Yelp review is will be arrested here again. Exactly. Five, five stars. Five, five stars. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that's where I'm at now is like, okay, we, we've gotten to this, like we had to get to this point for you to send him to a mental health facility. Like that's just, and I, at the same time, like it's also how fucked up our system is and how everyone's so taboo about mental health. Right. But this man was a football player where there is, a lot of head-on collisions, a lot of br- like uh, studies upon studies is showing brain issues, traumatic brain issues. Yes, that stem into these men, you know. And if you already have, if this, so say he had these issues beforehand, like he got hit in the head, and or he may have already had the um, mental health issues prior. Right. But say he didn't. Say on the off chance he didn't. Like he had an issue where he got hit and then these had spiraled like it started how are we not preventing this other shit like how are we not helping him how are we not setting up a course to like get him like from i mean i don't know it, 
it boggles my mind. I mean, and the NFL don't help nobody. Let's right. Just call it and that, that. And, and that's where the flip side of that is. He is no longer employed by the NFL. He's no longer needed for his services. So he is disregarded and discarded like trash. And, so and honestly, like I, I say that it sounds bad, but like that's exactly what a lot of sports and, industries yeah. do where it's like. Yeah. You are no longer, uh, I no longer need any of your assistance. Like, you, uh, goodbye. Whatever is wrong with you, see you later. And it's not just football. I mean, football does it a lot. Like, a lot, a, a real lot. lot. But like, yeah. you know, every other sport's guilty of it too, where it's like, oh, you know, you're no good to us anymore. See you later. You know, I mean, there's plenty of baseball players that I covered that are just like, you know, that had mental health issues. I mean, uh, I talked about um, Eric Snow before he was the uh, pitcher in San Diego for the Padres and he had a, a terrible drug addiction and Padres didn't do anything for him. You know, yeah. same it's with just, uh, Steve Howe. You know, it's just, just sad. Like, like, you know, because you have, I don't know, like, I mean, uh, something that- you can give some credit to Al Davis. He sent him to the Betty Ford Clinic, but also right. it's only because uh, Robbins was on his team still. Right. You know, but uh, that's so. well, that's my question, too, is it's like how because everybody in the locker room knows like, you know, and that's the other thing, too. It's like everyone defends everyone in the locker room to a point and they, they hide shit. So it's like you clearly have this all going on. This man is clearly it's not it's very in your face. It's not like it's hidden. Right. Um, So it's one of those that like, okay, he is your he's helping you get to the ship. He's helping you do these things. Why are you not investing for his career with your team? Right. Like because it's going to look bad for your brand. It looks bad for the shield. So why are you not? helping before it gets to this point where you have to attempt as a last ditch effort to send him to the Betty Ford clinic. Right. I mean, the, it, it, it really, I can't imagine he was a peach in the locker room either. Like, oh, I'm sure not at all. like not no. a get along guy. I mean, you can all, honestly, in my opinion, like there's only one sports owner out there that you can give all the credit in the world to, to helping guys even after they play. And that's Mark Cuban. Uh, mm. He helped yeah. Delonte West when he was when Delonte was living under a, a friggin' overpass in Houston, yep. you know, and honestly, like Delonte West spent a minute in Dallas, a fra- like a, a, a teeny weeny, not even yeah. a fraction of I don't of, even think uh, it was a full career. season yeah. he spent Mm-mm. in Dallas and Mark Cuban still reached out and helped him. And it's like, you know, he was on the Celtics two different times for multiple years and None of those guys helped him out. No. You know, he was in Cleveland. None of those guys helped him out. And it's just like. But it, it also, go- you also yeah. don't know, too, is like maybe. It was different, like his maybe when he was here, he was a complete asshole. Yeah, and, right. you know, the ownership's like, no, fuck that dude. Like he did A, B and C. But, you know, at the, sa- the same point in time, it's like maybe the dude was an asshole because of X, right. Y and Z. And this is why. You know, I don't know. I feel that sometimes with certain situations, especially with 
your your brand like the nfl is a brand the nba is a brand the mlb is a brand like these are brands so it's something where it's like if you are taking the steps to give your your players and your organizations and your managers and all this stuff if you're giving them the resources to essentially prevent shit like this like that's gonna go a long way in the future yeah absolutely but they just they don't see it. They only see it now as instant gratification. Give yep. me that dollar. Okay, run for me. Oh, you blur your knee out. Oh, sucks for you. Okay, bye. On to the next. Like right. it sucks. Like it's really fucking sad. Right. And and like, you know, a lot of a lot of people, uh, player wise, are kind of blind to that whole thing because they I mean, deep down inside, there's gotta be somebody in your crew that's like, man, if you get if you get fucked up, you're done. Like they don't care about you. Right. And then all of a sudden, like owners will be like, here's a check for a hundred million dollars. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'll live off that forever. Next thing you know, I mean, you're mm-hmm. broken two years because you know, you, you think that that money is going to last forever and nothing's ever going to stop you. You know, I yeah. like, I won't die in Tijuana, <laughs> you know, <laughs> meanwhile, it's the most dangerous place on the map. But I mean, like, that's what it is. Like, people don't really realize that in an instant, it's all over. I mean, look oh, at yeah. look at Prescott. I mean, he's out eight oh, weeks now. Eight, just. Oh, yeah. Just after came that. back. Just came yep. back after what? Almost two years on the I.L. Yep. Right. And then boom. And then Hand. right back. And so. he's you know, he's taking a page out of the uh, Chris Sale book. Yeah, for real. Made a you know, as long as as long as he doesn't start uh, riding a bicycle. Oh, too on God, top of right it through a window Wait. <laughs> so i, I mean edge. but we're you know we're talking about how these people uh how like owners don't help any of these players after the fact but like now in i guess in barrett robbins case i mean so in 2016 he's sent to a mental health facility right yeah unfortunately just four years later on november of 2020 Robbins was accused, and this is the last thing. This is because now we're in 2020. Oh now, yeah, so this we're is the like last thing for for Barrett. Holy moly! Robbins was accused of leaving a restaurant in Delray Beach, Florida, without paying for his meal, a dine and dash. Right. <laughs> the restaurant employee followed Robbins as he fled the restaurant oh on foot. While he was running away, Robbins decided that it was a good idea to turn around and start throwing rocks at the restaurant employee. <laughs> Yeah, what? Yeah, he just didn't want to pay for his meal. Wait. Maybe you didn't like it. You know, zero stars will not eat here again. Yeah. Uh, Delray Beach were quick. Uh, Delray Beach police were quickly called, and Robbins was taken into custody yet again. So, uh, if you're all right, so if you're dining dash, wow. all right, maybe maybe wow. Barrett doesn't have any more money. Maybe all his wow. money's gone. You know, wow. he spent it on. Uh, cheap booze cocaine steroids and and some pot and maybe yeah a couple of ladies in the night right (laughs) he's hungry needs to eat can't afford a meal so he tries to dine and dash but the fact is he's throwing rocks right right well the poor server and this this guy this this (laughs) could you what is like the what is Okay, you're the server and you're having rocks thrown at you. So, like, all I keep thinking about is, like, I'm going to have to see I don't if I can find like, I'm, Right. Like, but not even that. It's just kind of like, they're like, uh, sir, like, trying to, like, 
just like sir and because he's like your food sucks your serving sucks like because right. what is he yelling at the server as he's throwing rocks because right. nobody just throws rocks and doesn't yell something right so like also is like the server like i'm sorry and just yeah like i'm barry roberts i think yeah. i won the super bowl once yeah. yes our food does suck but yeah. i just yeah i'm just help me help you you know like fuck you i want to go back to jail five star rating you get a one star like you yeah, know right? like what is this like Florida jail is the best they got the best meth yeah i want to so go back <laughs> like, i mean what the hell is going what on what is going on but help will only work if you're willing to accept help as well right. i mean you know he, obviously he's definitely got some sort of like maybe a cte you know maybe uh he's just not taking his medications maybe he can't afford his medications maybe it's just you know too late for him but i mean you know if he's given the opportunity to go into a mental mental health facility maybe it only worked for four years and then all of a sudden it just you know the next cycle of that shit yeah. crazy comes up i don't know who knows you know? and like that's the other thing too it's like you you know was it money? Was it government funding? Like, what is? Was it in Florida? Because Florida's like you can just, I'm sure, walk in and walk out. Because there's so many people that should be committed uh, maybe the in Florida. State? Uh, yeah. The entire state is one giant mental health facility. <laughs> you're gonna just see me out there with a saw, like cutting the ground, trying to push Florida out into the ocean. Yeah, right. Get out of here. I don't <laughs> want you crazy anymore. <laughs> Oh, All I heard right, your jails so, are five stars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard your jails are five jails stars. Are pretty great. Yeah. So if you don't want me to uh, continuously cut the state off the map, just uh, right. take me to the jail. Let me see how it is. Let's see how um, we go. All right, oh, so that's, that's Barrett Robbins. That is wow. our first NFL player on IEP yeah. Radio. And that was a doozy. That was, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of NFL doozies, but like that was, you had some highs, you had some lows, you had Tijuana. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so let us know how you like that story. Go ahead on Spotify and rate us. Give us uh, well, give us five stars. I don't care. That would know, be nice. Even even one star. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere. Anywhere would help. You can go ahead and follow us on social media at iapradio.com. So that will take you to the links of all our social media accounts. We have Twitter, Spotify, TikTok. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram, all of that. Oh, all yeah. of that fun stuff. Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere you want us to be, we're there. Uh, I'm going to post watching? something fun on the Pickle Spare on YouTube from this episode. Nice. There's a lot to unpack on this show. We unpacked a lot, and now yeah. we're going to fold it back up until next week. Yeah, we got Sarah's awesome segment called the Salad Toss. This is going to be there. You know? I promise we will try to... <clears throat> Uh, somewhat get on track uh, more, you know. I got a, I got a good story next week for us. All right. Uh, oh, go visit Sarah at Daddy O Sports Cards on Instagram. A lot of good stuff there. Are you um, currently selling things on eBay as well? Yeah, there's a in my um, bio. There's a eBay link. You can go there and you can see what's listed. Look at that. Support the show. Well, support the show. Support it. Sarah. You got it. She needs to. Uh, she needs you to buy some of her cards so she could buy some other cards. Exactly. Right. right. The circle. Yeah. Right. That's it's it. It's just a. That's yeah. It. So that's it. 
All right. So for Sarah Ritalik, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to IAP Radio. Check us out, IAPRadio.com, and we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye.